Welcome to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is where we explore the journey from no one to number one. Your host, Coach Jake. This is the podcast where we explore the journey from being no one to number one. Hope you guys are good. What's up, Forge Fight, Mr. Harley Smith? Got a lot of people joining us on Instagram, waiting for everybody to jump on in the YouTube and Facebooks. Uh, Amanda, Gregory Jackson, Arian Tamer, Typical Morgane. What is up? Good to see you guys. So uh, today, I really wanted to continue our, our exploration of entrepreneurship, right? Uh, interpret Angel says, I want my future child to be a great wrestler someday. Better start training. You know, the challenge is, is it, is, um, I've never imposed my dreams on my children because I respect their autonomy, their individuality. And as much as I would love for them to continue on the family business and whether that family business is wrestling, whether it is uh, something in fitness with Mace, Mace Bell, or something in software with uh, Game Master Technology, or something in business and consulting business coaching with number one, I would be so happy because the, gen- the thing with generational businesses, um, and I talked about this family business, is that the kid can head start. But the challenge is that you're not going to be able to keep your kid to do it unless they want to. How do you get them to want to? So that's just a sales job, right? So I appreciate commenting uh, in Turbine Angel. I've learned a boxing back up, but grappling is much more diverse. Yeah, and wrestling, grappling. Uh, it's just proof. So what I, I would suggest, honestly, is share your passion and support them. Uh, Interpret Angel says fitness to come as so important for personal development. Oh yeah, wrestling is the greatest personal developer. Uh, no debate. Uh, no debate. For men. Uh, so I agree with you 100% there. I think it, uh, in terms of self-help, personal development, man, you are spot. But what I would do is I would watch UFC. I'd watch WWE. I'd go to live events with them. Get, have them share the excitement of it. And then start slowly putting them into some training to test the water. You don't want to scare them away or anything like that. So I don't know if that helps, but uh, uh, I'm here for it. So I've got three kids. My, my daughter is not so much into the wrestling. I put her in wrestling, so she tells it she didn't like it. Uh, um, but she's brilliant. She could play piano by ear. She is a very big, she's just turned 16, like literally like uh, two weeks ago. And she, she's already got. Uh, voice act gigs and anime fan dubs that have over a million views. She's got quite a portfolio on voice act. Um, and she, she's also really great at archery. You know, I, I, I don't want to impose my thing. What's that passion that she yeah. Um, My son's on the other hand. They can't get enough wrestling. They love, love rough house with me. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I never let him win. They never let them win ever. Ever, not a single time. They keep trying, and they're getting really tough. My 
a uh, 12-year-old, but he just turned 13. He grapples at it's kind of a typical dojo. It's just like a young person. I have a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old and a 13. There you go. And uh, I put them in wrestling. I put them in jiu-jitsu. I put them in grappling. And I found this, uh, this kind of a dojo that does it all. It does the whole thing. It does like the leadership stuff and the discipline stuff. Um, he played more than TMA schools, but also with strong grappling. Anyway, long story short, 13 year old gives the 22 year old to take one hell of a walk. He's, uh, at the, the said thing's always scared to wrestle because my son's going to suplex him. Anyway, you just got to, you got to kind of do what you can do. You know, that makes any sense. Um, let's get, we will get to tons of QA. Promise, I'm here for you. Um, Type in the chat just like Angel, uh, interpret Angel did, who said, Hoo-ah. Awesome. Uh, Semper Fi Marine, if you are a Marine, I appreciate, uh, grateful for your service. Mike, fa- that I think is my favorite branch of the armed services, is are the Marines. I think you guys are really cool. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are Marines and I have a lot of respect for their, I, they're the most like the wrestlers, with, with the exception of maybe some of the other special forces, uh, guys, but, um, a lot of similar uh, mentality. Uh, Interpret Angel says, archery is a great art discipline. Yes, sir. Oh, Navy Reserve, CB. Okay, that's cool. Much respect. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, so let's get back on target, okay? I want to talk about today's topic is really how to take your entrepreneurial vision to the next level. Anybody in the chat that wants to be an entrepreneur, Give me a, uh, a number one, or has is an entrepreneur, or wants to grow up and become an entrepreneur, or be even a bigger, better ass entrepreneur. Because that's what we're going to So, welcome to how to take your entrepreneurial vision level. My name is Coach Jake. I have you guys were at the very beginning, and I'm super excited to share this with you. Uh, this is something near and dear to my heart, and I want to share some what I think are some simple but powerful strategies in terms of taking uh, your business to the next level or if you don't have a business, how to start and take it to them. So I appreciate you. I uh, interpret Angel says, I'm passionate about jewelry and precious metals. All right, man. Do you, are you actually actively selling them? Do you have a business? Uh, when it comes to business and investing, I'm not talking investing today. I like precious metal stocks. Uh, personally, the best investment is always in yourself. Training, skill development, and personal development. Uh, but first, let's talk about why is it so important to have a clear vision for your business? Okay, because without a clear vision, it is super, super easy to get lost, get distracted, uh, all the day-to-day tasks, right? And to lose sight of what you're really working towards, okay? But if you do get a clear vision, you say focused, you can stay clear. Uh, and ultimately, that is what's going to be the success uh, in the field in which you just. Does that make sense? So, how do you create clear vision? Right? The first thing is you have to define your purpose. One of my biggest heroes, a mentor, is very lucky to give his last radio interview. Thomas Dawes, the rebel psychiatrist. Rest in peace. Love that man. Brilliant. He said that. Uh, the law of the jungle is to kill or be killed. 
but the law of the modern jungle, I'm totally paraphrasing. The law of the modern jungle is to define to be defined. So you really need to define things in your life, define yourself, define your purpose. These are huge. All right. Let's see here. Interpret angel says lost in the sauce. Yeah, dude. So the first thing is to really get your purpose in your vision. Uh, Dylan Black is having money a vision. It's a good vision, man. Uh, Interpret angel says collaboration is the key for success. It's one of the keys. 100%. 100%. So how do you define your purpose? Well, ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish with your business? What impact do you want to have business? Scientific wrestling. What do I want to accomplish? What is my purpose? What is the mission? The mission of scientific wrestling is to improve the lives of every man, woman, and child on planet Earth through scientific wrestling. Greatest personal development program known to man. Whether they're just a fan, athlete, a coach, or a business person, promoter, or a combination of all those things. That's the mission. That's like purpose. I want to reach every person on earth with scientific wrestling. What is the vision for scientific wrestling? The vision for scientific wrestling is to bring back professional wrestling as a competitive sport, one which you could bet on in Vegas, like the UFC. That's the vision. I have that vision in 10, 10 years, 10 years. Boom. Rock solid. Does that make sense? Interpret Angel says, financial education of theirs is a very important topic. In My two uh, masters in financial mathematics. I worked, <laughs> launched it, and sold out of multi-million dollar companies. Um, a lot of money investing. I understand, uh, Options and derivatives in particular very well. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd found business, man. As much of a nerd as I am on wrestling, most people know me from wrestling. And they, they're like, dude, you are the world leading expert. I hear I'm, dude, I put in just as much work on, on uh, business and finance and wealth. And I have nowhere near my goals. So I'm 15 years old. I'm still hustling, dude. I got, I got big goals there. So, um, appreciate all the love, guys. So, you know, if you want to share some of your stuff, throw it in the chat. That's what I'm here for, okay? So, back to topic. Having a clear vision is just the first step. Okay? You got to have your mission. You got to know where you're going, how you're going to do it. You got to lay it out. You got to think about it. You got to do that work. But the next step, that is completely impotent and lame Massive amounts of action. Massive. More than you think. Even if you think big, it's going to be bigger than you thought. I literally work from 7.30. I start work. 7.30. And I am not done until 10. Now, I do take some breaks. I take care of my kids. I take care of my mom. I do these things. But I am massively moving. What great Cardinal calls. Fourth 
a massive action. You know the four degrees of action? I'll maybe save that for another talk. But massive action means you're not afraid to take risks, man. And you cannot be afraid to fail. You got to get over that, man. That is one of the biggest disservices that government schools, I call them public schools, government schools, the biggest disservice that they've done is they've made failure a thing, something that you try to avoid. And so what does it make everybody? A bunch of risk-averse whiskies. You've got to get out there. You've got to take risks. This is what I love about wrestling. Dude, I've lost so many freaking wrestling when that just dude. But I've won a lot too. And that's how it goes. And that's how it goes to business. I've had so many successful businesses. And I've had a lot of shitty failure ones. Okay, that is the game. You've got to get out there. You cannot be afraid to take risks. you got to push yourself out of your comfort zone, man. That's it. Go mess up, but learn from your mistakes. So, massive action also means relentlessness, persistence. Except famous phrase persistence prevails where all else fails. In wrestling, you get taken down, get back up. We were practice last time with some news. Brand new to the game. They want to just lay there. And I'm sorry. I think that's a lot. That is trained in by some of the uh, modern approaches to grappling uh, that are wrestling-based. You just stay on the Get up. up. If you're underneath, you're at a disadvantage. On a planet with gravity. And I'm sorry, we're on a planet with fucking gravity. Get up. Stand up. Not giving up when things get tough and just lay it. Underneath, get abused. It goes for business as well. Okay? Another key strategy for getting your entrepreneurial vision to the next level. You can never be satisfied either. I've done that, man. I've mistake. Do not be complacent, man. When there's a hit at the market like there is right now, do it again. No, follow your own. A bunch of idiot bureaucrats, the Federal Reserve, and the CDC. Fuck it up like for everybody. But you, you have no control over that. What you have control over is and not being complacent. Okay. But the, another key component, and this will be it. No, I'll get to comments and, and, and talk a little more with you guys live, but I want to get this covered. Another key strategy for taking your business to the next level, your entrepreneurial vision to the next level. Is you have to surround yourself. You have to surround yourself with the right people. That's not your buddy playing uh, uh, Call of Duty on Xbox. Sorry, that's not the right, right people. Let's check you out at the strip club. Not the right people. You need to get around people who are better than you. You need to get around people that are better than you. You need to stuff your ego, bro. You have to. There's no other way. Mentors, coaches, coaches need coaches too. But you need other successful entrepreneurs. If it's athletics, you need other successful athletes and coaches. 
people who can provide you with guidance because they've been there before or done things you haven't done. They're going to give you information. Aid support. Because sometimes you feel like quitting. They're the ones that are like, dude, trust me, keep going. But look at what I did. I'm telling you. Because you need that support as you work towards and accountability. You need people to hold you accountable. So you don't post out. In addition to mentors and coaches and other successful people, you're going to need to build a team of people dedicated to your mission, to your vision. They're hardworking, not bullshitters. They just want to cash a check. There's a lot of those. They get pride in like being a shitty employee. Fuck them. Go somewhere else. Waste somebody else's. Find people who are dedicated to your vision and to your ideas. They exist. Is this helping you guys? Interpret Angel says, you're coming to Thanks, buddy. Let me read some of these. Interpret Angel says, those you need is in your network. Yes, sir. Morgan, what's up, brother? Says, Interpret Angel CDC is controlling genocide. I coined a term. I've seen other people pick it up. It's called iatrogenocide. Because iatrogenesis is uh, death by Dr. Errors. Uh, ever tried reactions. Iatrogenesis. It's actually a huge subject. I'm a, I'm a survivor of that shit. Uh, Died protecting him when I was 10, so I stepped into it for a while. I've been advocating. In fact, I have a, a Facebook group uh, where I share shit regularly. I've done that for quite a number of years. In fact, I have to say that uh, author of Black Swan and um, anti from the to leave has been in that group since the Can't believe it's over. There's like three people. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. Terminator says, Success lies in the city of comfort zone. Yes, sir. Learn from other people's failures through mentorships. Don Black says, Pro Wrestling South Africa is kind of amazing. Oh, started a t shirt company to help boys make spectrum money and marketing shows. Uh, I don't know if they, that might be good luck. I hope you, hope you succeed. Interpret Angel says, I still have my opinion that my toddler, but the Navy put my wisdom to you. I was born without wisdom. So I had, I had all kinds of crazy shit medically, but fortunately, I, just, I won the lotto and that one. Didn't have any, uh, um, all right, guys. So in summary, I want to get this done. Define your purpose and that specific measurable goals. Okay, we're talking we're talking how to take your entrepreneurial vision today. Right? So define your purpose and set specific measurable goals. Do it. Write it down. Figure it out. Talk to people when like that's not clear. Oh shit. I better get it clear. Two, take massive amounts of action to make it happen, dude. Stop pushing out, saying you don't got enough. Don't tell me you don't got money. You don't got time. I don't want to hear it. Just fucking go. Three, surround yourself with the right people to provide guidance and support. Does that make sense? All right. Interpret David Pablo says, I'll just miss earnings. Yeah. Well, you can't, this is why I don't like stock. And, and, and I made a lot of money in, in the stock. I don't like it. Because I would, 
They can lie to you, dude. I worked in the highest levels of uh, a couple companies, like 5,000 employee companies, Indian Bank, first bank to get nationalized during the 2008 crisis. I was high up. I was in the C-suite to the chief risk officer uh, in the analytics department. I was the manager of oversight for complex instruments, which I titled back then. It's bullshit. You can't control it, dude. You don't know if somebody is telling the truth or not on the K-1s. You know, budget things are making so I don't like investing in other companies unless I know a lot about that company. This is where I think Buffett is smart. He goes over it with a fine tooth comb. That's for the long term. I think that's a smart strategy. This candlestick charting stuff, all the jerk off. It's not scientifically, mathematically, statistically. Interpretate just as a play. I'm more passionate about holding precious metals these days. Precious metals. This is cool. You're just going to keep the value, hopefully. Uh, um, I, I honestly, I do prefer cryptocurrency, for, but you're not going to make money. You might, in a speculative rush, like with Bitcoin 1 to 70, you might make some money off of volatility. If there's no cash flow, there's no cash flow. You want a business, you want real estate, you want something that cash flows. It appreciates and flows at the same time. And if you can find one that tax advantage, man, you're really good, right? Point ten planet says, "I want a gold belt. Gold belt, yes, sir, dude. Point belt that matters is gold. You know that causes butt hurt in a particular community, but you got to pick: are you going to be an art or a sport? Which are you? Are you an art or sport? I'm sorry, dude. Oh, what's both? I mean." I love them. I like boxing. I like Muay Thai. I like wrestling. You, you just get out there and, and go. That's what I like, you know? And guess what? Even if you have bull belt, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> what matters is that you get out there, participate, you try to have fun, you have prudent community, and it really is personal development. It really is. All right. So, Winter, I'm going to stay on here for probably another. Five minutes. Anybody have some questions? Anything business? Anything about grappling in particular? Catch as catch can or the scientific wrestling family? You know what? Like relevant to what we were talking about today about this entrepreneurial vision, dude. I have a huge goal with scientific wrestling. I always use that because that's kind of a passion project. I have these other businesses that I love and I'm passionate about. It. This one resonates with me, and so I find it resonates with the broad audience. And that's you guys want to talk about software? We can talk about it. Boring. Uh, if you want to talk, talk about markets and investment, we can talk about that. But you know, from a business standpoint, scientific wrestling, I've got a strong mission. I've got a strong purpose. I've got a strong team of people dedicated. I've got the best mentor in the world. I mean, have you seen who's endorsing us now? We've got MMA GOAT Frank Shamrock. He's like, I don't endorse you, but I endorse Jake. Billy Robinson, again, does not get compliments. Said, because of me, without it, doubt his words, Cat Wrestling's going to come back. Wade Chalice, like, we've got the guys. The best 
I'm surrounded myself with the best people. That's why blowing up. Interpret angels says, I want to support you. So I did wrestling. Like, oh, may I buy some? Best way. But, you know, get, uh, get your camp. Because this is like, like, a, like an oral tradition. Like, it has to be spoken, dude. I mean, we can make all the fucking videos. And, you know, BJJ fanatics is great. I kind of went down the rabbit hole and they took a lot of my business. And I'm, they used to originally sell the reseller side of wrestling videos and then expanded with the wow. I didn't want to be a video producer. I, I, it's cool. And I did it. And it, I did it as a means to end up. My purpose is to bring back the sport, the competitive sport of professional wrestling, catch and catch, scientific wrestling. That is what I'm. And you can't do it with videos. You got to get off your ass. I mean, you might have the biggest uh, instructional library building the man. Big deal. It's cool, but wrestling is done. It, uh, I mean, I guess if you watch, I mean, it's important for spectators. You have to ask. There's that fact. I got dressed up grappling. Hey guys, it's Coach Jake with the number one podcast. And, you know, at number one coaching, we know that small business owners struggle to scale and increase their revenues. So we're here to help you. We believe that every single entrepreneur deserves the chance to win beyond their wildest dreams so that they can have peace of mind and abundance. We do that by increasing your revenue, teaching your sales strategies to increase your revenue, demolishing employee disengagement. And we do that really by transforming your sales managers into coaches that are concerned with putting points on the board, but those points are revenue. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. You don't have to go through your business life complacent, just accepting, reacting. Let's take charge. Let's win. You can head over to numberonecoaching.com, schedule an appointment. It's free. We can do a strategy session, 15 minutes for free. Numberonecoaching.com. Thanks. What people seem to slowly be grasping, um, I'd say for 20 years, is it's essential. I used to be ridiculed. I used to be ridiculed. Talking about leg locks, I used to uh, be ridiculed. Talking about uh, cradles and Nelsons. And slowly, it's just one of those things on you, where first they make fun of you and then they, then they start doing all your shit or copying your own. Um, the pin is crucial, especially if you can make this too. Uh, it drives the action. So uh, let's see, got a ton of people on here. Interpreting to a Google just Let's see what Amazon does. Yeah, I mean, dude, the market is shit right now. The interest rates are so high, people aren't spending money uh, unless you really have excellent sales training. Um, let's see here. Detroit, Can you talk about the rule set for Shoe Pro? So, uh, dude, Shoe Pro's sick. It's sick. In fact, I'm getting. Oh, I'm finally getting around to getting our first three shows edited down to individual matches so you guys can watch them. And have to sort through the entire uh, um, the entire show, if that makes sense. So, um, 
I don't know what you want to know about the about rule set. The rule set is based upon the rule set I co-developed with Carl Gotch. Yeah, the guy behind um, modern MMA, frankly. Uh, the corner in the Ali Inoki fight, he cornered Inoki. Um, launched, the, was behind uh, the UWFI and all of those, and the UWF and all those branches from Pancras to Fujiwara Gumi to Rings to Pride. Um, Shuto, he co-developed the rules with me. Um, mostly my stuff, and I sent it to review and he made a couple tweaks that I took on. In particular, the weight classes, I really like the weight classes. Those aren't going to ever change because that's a huge contribution Carl made. Um, but it, that rule set, the King Catch rule set for singles matches. Now, what we had to do is make some adjustments because, you know, the Invitational is slightly different than uh, doing an open tournament like King of Catch. Shoe Pro is the Invitational. So we do have a point system, but we do not have the point system in King of Catch. The point system is very similar to the point system in the UWFI promotion which was the immediate predecessor to pride and it's a negative point scheme based on uh, action if you guys are interested you can actually go i have listed i share this with you guys and tons of people rip me off and of course they never give credit but and that's not my point my my purpose is not to get credit for everything my purpose is to fucking impact the game and i have done that now go to shootprowrestling.com i have the the uh uh-huh. The rules for singles matches, tag teams, and what we term triple shoots, which in WWE are triple threat, uh, single man, three-way tag. And we've done all of them. We've done these all, and they're all in the Shoot Pro shows. Uh, in particular, I've been in Shoot Pro 2, we did every single match. We did singles, tag, and triple shoots on one show. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Uh, the people love the tag team. In fact, at practice last night, we were at uh, V10 MMA, which is in Aurora, Colorado. They've got a great fight team out there. A lot of guys that are possibly on the Sparta uh, MMA scene, which is the biggest um, MMA promotion in Colorado. It has been in many, many states. Vegas, uh, Jeff Cisneros runs that great guy. And um, I've been training those guys, uh, doing a, a, a fight camp, six-week camp with them to kick off the coaching catch. Uh, tours and uh long story short we did uh tag team sparring last night they love it everybody freaking loves it dude um interpret angel says balance is key no balance sucks neither vegan nor carnival diet is superior it's about understanding your genetics i'm not sure what you're talking about i'm not a fan of balance as a metaphor i'm more of a fan of integration i would rather say work-life integration than work-life balance because to me, work-life balance sounds like you're segmenting it out and you got to have multiple personalities and you got a lot of plates to spin. That's not going to work. It's not going to work, dude, because you're not going to give your te- the attention. You need to figure out how to integrate, how to bring it all together. That's where you start getting really powerful uh, to use the corporate bullshit bingo synergies, right? Like how can you have two things become more than the sum of their parts? And to me, a lot of times that comes from integrating different parts of your life. And it's difficult. I'm not saying it's easy, and sometimes it takes a while. Uh, Nature Boy Ted Planet says, are body slams legal? Yes. You can go. Go to shootprowrestling.com. By the way, we're looking for sponsors. We are trying to take this to the next level, speaking of the topic today. 
So if you believe in this and you know somebody that can help us, we will help them. We're going to promote the living bejesus out of the company uh, because we're going to be promoting the living bejesus out of us. You will get evergreen marketing. Think about like UFC one and two. Those are still being watched and those companies that sponsored those and took the risk 30 years later are still and every replay that brand is on the turnbuckles or on the, the ring apron or whatever um, or on the canvas, whatever. So uh, Interpret Angel, Pride and K1 was brutal. My favorite. Pride, oh man, Pancras was cool. Pancras was very cool. But I would say Pride was number one. Pride, number one. That was an incredible promotion. I loved everything about it because what they were doing, so in my, from my perspective, because of the influence of um, Dana White and the Fertitas, um, UFC is promoted like boxing. Whereas Pride, because of the influence of UWFI, was promoted like pro wrestling. And this is why I think people liked Pride better. And it was corruption that brought it down. That's a shame. It's a real shame because it was a fantastic way of promoting it. That's the vision for Shoot Pro is a continue, is, is pure pro wrestling as competition. So the great thing I like about it as a business model and why um, I'm trying to bring people in on the business model of Shoot Pro is that we, because we allow no strikes, it is a grappling competition. But because of the pin, it is just as exciting as MMA. Go watch Shoot Pro 2. Tell me that shit was not fucking entertaining. It's amazing. I'm, and the live audience, it's like their minds are blown. Like seriously, just like, like standing in the, bla in the blast of a nuclear bomb. So you can see the skin. It's like that scene in Indiana Jones when like the arc opens and their face melts. Like, it is insane. Go watch it on YouTube. It's on there for free. Shoot Pro Wrestling. I think I put it. I think I put it also on shootprowrestling.com. You can go there and look. That might actually have changed the highlight reel, which we got Stefan Bonner uh, and Boris Griffin, the guys responsible for elevating UFC to a $4 billion valuation, honestly. And that was because the Ultimate Fighter show that they were on was essentially pro wrestling. They went away from the boxing format and went to pro wrestling. Let's have all this backstage drama drive the events in the ring as a reality show. And that is really my first thing that I'm trying to get after we get the live shows is I want to do that exact same formula with the shoot pro. I want to get an investor. I want to uh, get a house and I want to film it, everything. And it'll be hundred percent shoot. <laughs> It'd be awesome, dude. We're going to make real professional wrestling. That's what catch is catch can is. Do you know that? Do you know that catch is catch can wrestling is simply the sport the competitive sport of professional wrestling. Don't, don't buy all the other bullshit. Ooh, it's deadly. And da -da. I mean, it is. I, I, there's evidence of people being killed in the ring with, front, or with full Nelsons and things like that. I mean, yeah, but that's not the point. All you guys that went into amateur wrestling and MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because you were a little kid who loved WWE, I'm going to give you that opportunity to live that dream. But I need your help, man. I need your help. I've been busting my ass 20 years. Have you ever done something for fucking 20 years straight, constant? Dude, I've published tens of thousands of pages on the subject. I've produced 
thousands of hours of content on this subject. I've toured and met thousands, thousands of people doing this for 20 years, man. I need your help. Who do you know that is the biggest influencer that can help me make this happen? Connect us. I hope I've earned your fucking trust after two decades, man. Longer than some of you people are watching that are alive, been alive. So um, it's all out there. Go to scientificwrestling.com. You can check it all out. You see, I'm passionate about it, but I am just as passionate about business, man. That's what this whole number one thing is, is about, is about, you know, the mission really is about financial literacy. Interpret Angel really brought it up kind of earlier. Um, Interpret Angel said, balance and nutrition and diet. It's about genetics rather than bad diets. Dude, I'm not even talking about diets. I appreciate it, though. Uh, Ishmael, Prince of Manlitz. Prince had great pageantry that UFC greatly lacks. 100%, bro. Interpret Angel. I'm going to go watch Shoot Pro right after this. Yeah, dude. It's free on YouTube. I would recommend you guys the best show that we did. The first show was just the MVP, the minimum viable product. So I could get it out and prove that there was demand. You know what I did, dude? I put it together. I booked it. There was nobody of, with a big name. Good wrestlers, okay, but nobody with a big name. Not a single one. And I booked it in this like this rough bar that had perfect seating. It's like theater in the round. We set up a wrestling ring in the middle. And I went, I was like, last minute, I was like, shit, I'm just gonna set up my cell phone and live stream this. We got 21,000 views, dude, on Facebook alone. I, I didn't do multi-streaming. 20 and I had one cam, one cam, 21,000 views for that event. So the second event, I stepped it up. I was like, okay, cool. And I threw it out there. And this is the one that I like the most, even though the third one I think is the best production values. But the number two just is mind blowing. And that was the tag team tournament. And I put a triple shoot on there and I put a single match on there as well. Fucking sick, dude. It's so good. I'm so proud of those guys and what we were able to put together. Great show. The live crowd was just like mind blown, like I said. And Shoot Pro 3 was the middleweight tournament. And we had high level guys. I had uh, uh, Nick Tarpway, who's on the uh, USA uh, Greco Roman uh, national team. Like uh, tons of great guys. Jacoby Jones won it, the middleweight tournament. He's uh, high rollers champion, MMA champ, stud guy, great wrestler. It's cool. It's super cool. Uh, Emperor Charlemagne, what's up, bro? Hey, bro, did Gina Bell and Billy Robinson have a friendship of any kind? If yes, what did they think of each other's skills? Thank you for your business and finance advice. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, they were friends. They had a lot of respect for each other. A lot of respect. Um, Gene constantly put over uh, Carl Gotch and Billy Robinson, constantly. And uh, I remember in an interview one time, somebody asked, uh, Billy about Gene and he said you know everybody talks about this Bruce Lee guy well who did he hire for a, for a bodyguard and it's Gene LaBelle right so uh, I mean I, these guys were so fucking good to me they were the best mentors that you could have in that business um, and I was very very lucky to have well Gene you know I don't talk about it but you know Gene was was a real friend of mine when I, especially when I lived in LA. Um, yeah. So they're all going now. So it's up to us. 
If we don't do it, nobody's going to do it. That's what I've been trying to fucking tell people. Pardon my language. That if we don't do it, it ain't going to get done. So do it and do it good. Have high standards. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, Master with Cracked Ruins. Do you think Catch a Sketch Can in the UK will fully revive if the rule set is kept to old school traditional rules or should it take a modern direction? The theory is it would be eliminated that BJJ will absorb it. Uh, yeah, so I already anticipated this, honestly. There are rule set variants within catch wrestling, a ton of them. You can, you can go and look this up. I've written articles on it. There's people who, you know, do the no true Scotsman fallacy and they're tragically misinformed uh, or deliberately trying to mislead people for their own improvement. There's many, many different uh, rule sets. There are rule sets where the strangle is barred and rule sets where the strangle is included. There's rule sets where the toeholds were barred. There's rules. The thing about catch that I also like is it's not some top-down authority-driven thing. It was bottom-up. It was two wrestlers would, in their camps would have to agree on the rule set. And I want to stay true to that. I don't want to become some sort of um, authority in it other than an authority based on the consent of the people because they're like, fuck, this guy has done more and knows more and has helped more than anybody. That's the only authority I seek. But what I mean is that like, I would like that's why I like these variations in rules, like tag team, triple that. So anyway, I do think that the barring of strangles, which is seems to be uh, uh, doggedly held onto um, with some of the British uh, catches catch can. I I already anticipated that. Um, there's no way. There's no way. In fact, when Carl and I were we're talking about it. He was like, well, you can have sleepers, but no other chokes. And I just was like, I had to make an executive decision. I kept a lot of the things he said. Now, mind you, Carl said include sleepers, karate chokes, rear naked chokes. Okay. And Carl, people need to get this shit right. He considered himself, in the end, an American catches catch can wrestler, not a Wigan catch wrestler. A lot, a lot of people love to use the name he came up with. Snake Pit um, in a press junket. They love to use his name, but not any of these fucking people knew. I did, and I recorded as much as I could of our conversations. Um, you can go to carlgotch.com, listen to him yourself. Okay. And, um, but the problem is modern grappling, you cannot do it without chokes and be uh, sustainable. Because first of all, chokes are the most successful submission. So you don't want to leave out. In, my fa in, in fact, I believe leaving out chokes is the only reason why Hoist Gracie beat Ken Shamrock back then. I don't think Ken was uh, burst in him because they weren't really training him hard. I think the world would be different. We'd probably have catch wrestling McDojo's in every strip mall instead of BJJ today. But the very first submission in the UFC was Ken Shamrock with a heel hook. And look how long that fucking took to come around. Like 15 years to break through the thick-headedness and the machismo and the bullshit. So, I don't know. Master with cracked ribs. I don't know if that helps. Uh, Ishmael, Prince of Manlet, Snake Pit, two hours away. Should I just? No, Guy, I'd love to go over there. I love those guys. I mean, I, you're not going to learn chokes. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll start. I mean, they've started slowly coming around. Um, you know, they, they weren't doing nothing until Billy and I went over there. We toured and uh, a couple of times, uh, met with Roy and Andrea 
And I think they were inspired, whether they say it or not, I don't know what, what goes on uh, behind closed doors. But, you know, we clearly proved that there was a demand for it. And, uh, and so I'm glad that they've gotten involved because Wigan is uh, a big part of the history. Now, unfortunately, you know, uh, British wrestling really hasn't done much competitively, like with freestyle or... Um, but I am glad that they're back teaching. I, and and making it available, and they have recently. I've actually been very impressed. They when they first started doing their world championships. By the way, calls a world champion I, a championship. I don't do that with shoot. I just say it's a shoot pro because I don't like the pretension of that um, personally. Uh, but some people do, and you know you leverage it. And some people who are not really aware of the business will be oh world and not know how this stuff works, and it's all marketing. But I will say at the beginning, they were just basically doing these competitions with randos that showed up at camps. Okay, so it wasn't high-level competition. And in the last couple of years, they've opened it up and allowed people that are not... Now, what you'll note is that a lot of the guys winning are kind of the more hardcore guys that do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and freestyle wrestling and come in and do well. Um, but I would most certainly... if. if Wigan is within two hours of you. Personally, if it was me and I was younger and not fucked up and injured, I would be there. I mean, dude, I, you can look at what I did fucking learn, dude. Two hours is nothing. Two hours fucking nothing. Compared, I mean, I would do that. And Roy and Andrea are great people. I would go over there and I, I would train there. Um, Emperor Charlemagne says your knowledge of catch history is amazing i adore this podcast also i remember the billy interview on true dog where he talks about gene yeah that's the one i was re referring to but is there an interview of gene talking about billy maybe somewhere i don't know uh i don't know man if somebody knows send it to me and i'll pass it along kendo jedi all right cwo number one all right appreciate it bud interpret angel i need better mentors and successful people i can surround myself with always always Dude, what? That's why I call this stuff number one. I go for the number one. Look at Wade Shallis. Look at Frank Shamrock. These are guys that, that mentored me on purpose. I've been with Wade since 2003. I started with Frank. Uh, I'm even listed in his MMA for Dummies book as a resource. Okay. And that's not even mentioning Carl Gotch or Billy Robinson or Gene LaBelle. Right? Uh, Miles. JJ says, Ken didn't know collar chokes. Um, yeah, and I mean, he could, you know, it was, it was a problem. Now, clearly, things are different now. You can't just go about wearing a, a, a freaking pajamas in, in, in the ring because it's actually sport. And, you know, I don't know what to do with that. But it is what it is. Let's see. We got anyone. Master with cracked ribs. There's more events on card this year across Wigan, Catch, Catch, Ken, and Bridge. Yeah, dude, and I love it because that's the purpose of what I'm doing. Some people may like me or don't like me, but guess what? If you like me, you help me. If you don't like me, you compete against me, and that's helping me with my vision of making real professional. So you're fucked. <laughs> you might as well just figure that out. Uh, but I appreciate that master crack rate. Yeah, like, I love the fact, I really enjoyed the last uh, world championships that they, that they were at. 
Because I do think that we, and now obviously uh, chokes need to be in it, in my opinion, but for, for whatever reason, the heels are dug in on that, with that group and I, it's not my business. Um, but the show is great and their production values are fantastic. I, I'm first to tell you there, I just would love to get some, some of the high level wrestling talent out of the United States, some NCAA guys. They would just smoke people over there. But, you know, hopefully they will. Maybe somebody's listening here or will feed them a little info and, and give them a tip. Um, so, all right, guys, I'm going to jump off here unless you got something else. Oh, wait, Charlemagne. Uh, Emperor Charlemagne says, can you talk about scientific wrestling gym near Toronto? It's not near Toronto. It's in Windsor, which is right in the center. It's like, well, it's directly above. Uh, it's almost connected to Detroit. Uh, can you talk about Scientific Wrestling Gym near Toronto, Windsor, in Canada? It's four hours away from my home, and I'm considering a visit. Also, how does the affiliation program work? Well, thank you for asking. So, um, uh, okay, yeah, these are great guys. Um, Carmen DeCrecio and Marco Carbone. Um, Carmen originally came from more of a uh, stand-up and Muay Thai. He's a Muay Thai instructor, but wanted to supplement with uh, best grappling in in, uh, in the business. And Marco uh, was originally uh, affiliated with another grappling program and saw ours and was like, holy shit, this, this is like the biggest no-brainer in the history of business. And so we started talking. He started coming to some camps, mind blown. Uh, great guy, tough guy. Um, has some, uh, a bit of experience with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well. I want to say he's like blue or purple. I can't remember, honestly, because I don't know that much about it, but um, he might be a purple belt. Anyway, he's also a the equivalent in, um, in Canada of SWAT. And so uh, they started the camp and they've been rocking it, dude. So there's, there's, we're beginning to get a big presence in uh in canada which is fantastic that's our first international affiliate as well so um yeah i don't know man i can make the introduction if you like just send me a dm or something and about the affiliation program so you, you asked um how does the affiliation program work so now here's the thing it is primarily designed for people who have a gym and let's say you have Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu already, or let's say you don't. Let's say that, let's just say you're like a, a mom and pop traditional martial arts school, like Taekwondo, okay? And you're sick of getting hammered because everybody's going to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu down the street. Well, what we offer is a curriculum from the very best, Billy Robinson, Wade Chalice. Uh, I'm integrating it, putting it all together. And uh, with the help of guys like uh, Brandon Ruiz, Crescent, Jesse Merez, uh, Luis Ojeda, like we have, I'm very proud of the curriculum that we put together. It's fucking badass. Um, and it's accelerated. So now this mom and pop gym, or no, let's say you're a boxing gym and you don't have grappling, but you want to offer it. And you already got boxing rings. So now you can basically convert one of those over to uh, a shoot pro ring, right? Uh, Master, we crack ribs. I'm in Snake Pit, Wigan. Next week, I will pass your thoughts on to Andrea. I mean, I'm sure people are watching and whether they're well-received or not, I have nothing but respect for them. They are great, great people. I'm very glad that they are uh, promoting the sport in, in England and making it possible 
and you know the great thing is from a branding perspective having it in uh in uh lancashire is fantastic fantastic i think you'd maybe do well to bring it down to manchester bigger area um but anyway yeah please give them my best uh fantastic humans i can't say it enough um but okay back to the um the affiliate program scientific wrestling so that allows these people now to get their uh coaching accreditation and offer graph wrestling based with submissions we're talking takedowns not just takedowns but terminal takedowns that end in the submission punishing pins from the king of pinning you don't want to get your pinning from some guy who just throws the word out and has a bunch of instructional tapes you want to go to number one guinness record holder wade chalice uh terminal takedowns punishing pins and truly surgical submissions that are not shown in most other sports or they try to rip us off and they still do them wrong. I'm going to be honest. Billy was like the most technical guy I've ever met. And we've done our best to maintain that high fidelity to his methods. Uh, but also strategy, like, you know, how do you set things up? How do you do ring generalmanship? And then in addition to that, we've got the only rule set co-developed by Carl. So you would not only get the curriculum, you get two. So here's the pitch. You get uh, tuition for two to our highly acclaimed coaching catch certification program all the way through to full coach. Okay. That's a $10,000 value. Each of those is 5,000. You get two of them. Okay. That's included. You get a May spell certification from the guy who fucking invented it and wants the whole movement, me. And my number one student, Rick Brell, badass dude, fantastic trainer. Uh, so you get three certifications. Okay. It's different ways to make money teaching classes. If you don't own a gym, you could just go on the seminar circuit with this. You understand? Look at somebody like Dave Patron. Catch Cradle King. He's in the scientific wrestling family. Sure, working with us. We hooked him up with some opportunities now, and he doesn't even have a gym anymore, and he can make money touring. So you don't have to have a gym, but it's great if you do. But in addition to making money teaching, and that includes May Spell, now the May Spell is not included with the coaching catch. That's only with this. The affiliates get this, okay? In addition, you get complete resale rights. This is only with the affiliate program, Scientific Wrestling Affiliate. Scientificwrestler.com is the site. You can see it, okay? So uh, you get resale rights to everything we produced. You get a 50% of everything you sell on the instructional side. You get 20% on events and if you sell somebody on a cert or, or on a affiliation. Right now, until we hit 25 affiliates, we're, we're already at 11. So we can spot, spot for like 13, 14 more. But once we uh, uh, hit 25, it's going to go up to $15,000 plus $500 a year. Uh, but right now, it's only 10, it's 9,995, whatever, you know. That's, that's the cost. Anyway, so you get two coaching catch serves, uh, May spell certification. You get um, a resale rights to every product that I've ever made and sold in all the events. You get a, a uh, promoter's license to use King of Catch. Plus, you get the option. Now, I'm a, I'm a hard ass to also use Shoot Pro with approval. So you can, you can, you get a promoter's license for King of Catch and Shoot Pro. Plus, you get six months. A business coaching directly with me. 
I was the number two Cardone certified coach in 2022. I normally charge $2,500 a month to businesses and you get all of that. And I've actually got it right now to where there is a, um, to where there is a, uh, a special. You only have to come up with 2,400 down and 225 a month. There's not a better affiliate program. There's not, dude. I did my market research. You will not find a better deal with a better uh, potential ROI and a lower uh, price, better price, better value. And the price is going up. So we blew through 11 in our first nine months affiliates. We're already, I just launched this last year. So this thing will, blow, will be blown up. Uh, Emperor Charlene says, thank you for answering my questions. Amazing. Thank you. Last one for me. Are you aware of Lancashire Catch Wrestling and the great Jack Montfort? Yes. Uh, their YouTube channel is almost as good as mine. They're great. They're great. Yeah. Uh, Vic and Vince are fantastic humans. I very much love what they're doing and with Jack. Jack Montfort is, is a true uh, gem. True fountainhead of fantastic information and a connection back to the past. I did my best to document and let you guys sit in. Warcatchwrestling.com is the Billy Robinson on like sports with all, a lot of the footage that I put together from all over. Um, but, you know, to actually still have somebody like Jack, Jack Montfort around, man, guys, the guy's fantastic. So, yeah, please give everybody uh, my best. Uh, John, go work for AEW. Listen, man, uh, I'm going to go with people who would be true to the vision because I will not compromise. I won't compromise. I'll, I'll stay small because I won't sell it out, uh, period. But I do realize the power of these guys like AEW, WWE, UFC. Um, if they're open to making a deal and give me creative control, I'll blow this shit up, dude. Guaranteed. I'm fucking proven, dude. I'm proven on business. Outside, I'm proven on, on, on the wrestling business, dude. I'll blow this shit up. Guaranteed. All right, guys. I got a jet. I got to go pick up my kids from school now. I went too long. We're at almost an hour. I meant to go 15 minutes. Appreciate you guys. We will check you tomorrow on, it's Friday already, man. Can't believe it. But remember, week, weekends are for the week, dude. Keep working. Keep hustling. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. And as ever, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it. Pass it along. Hit like, all that. Smash the like button, whatever. Please help us get the word out. My mission is to help as many people as possible. Head over also to numberonecoaching.com. We are here to help you with your small business, help it succeed, help it grow, and help you thrive and become number one.